Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. This is going to be another lockdown edition, unfortunately. Episode 43 of the... Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. We are back for the 43rd episode of the STS Shooting the Shit podcast. Welcome back. Hope everyone's staying safe. I hope everyone's keeping their distance. I hope everybody's healthy, most of all. It's been about 15 days since we dropped our last podcast, y'all. Lots going on in the world right now, man. And actually, we got some sports talk to talk today. Good God. I know it's been um it's been really dry the last couple months just because, you know, everything's still on lockdown right now, especially here in California. Uh, we discussed that actually on the 42nd episode. That was our Easter 2020 episode. We were talking about this, um, the coronavirus, COVID-19, you know, making you know, the changes that we all have to make right now during these times. And I uh, hope you guys tuned in on that one, man. It was uh, good. We talked about Bill Mayer's controversial topics regarding the coronavirus. Uh, we discussed WrestleMania. We discussed uh, Kobe Dean Bryant being inducted in the base of the to the National Basketball Hall of Fame. And you guys can all find that at the STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, everybody, make sure you guys follow us for all the updates regarding this episode and all episodes here at the STS Podcast. Uh, it's been, it feels good to come back, man. It's, it's, it's been, like I said, it's been a couple weeks, and man, we got a lot going on in today's episode. We got, um, we could talk about these layoffs that actually happened during this past weekend. Everybody's going through it right now, just, you know, in business. And a lot, I think the unemployment went up another 2 million the last week, the last time we talked. And unemployment's rising to scary numbers right now in, in the United States. Uh, we're going to talk about the quarantine. We're going to talk about Better Call Saul. Don't know if you guys have a lot of them, um, but we have a lot of Better Call Saul listeners out there. That's something we definitely want to talk about. NFL Draft happened this weekend, and The Last Dance. If you guys haven't seen that yet, that's the Chicago Bulls documentary on the 97-98 season. Uh, Michael Jordan and Co. Scotty Pittman's on there Phil's on there, Dennis Rodman's on there, so we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about it a little bit, just give my thoughts on it, and uh, it's a crazy to see the, you know, one of the greatest athletes of all time, and a light that we haven't seen before, especially in this day and age, where we have easy access to so many athletes, it's um, something we definitely are uh, gonna discuss today, and we're not gonna have this episode if it wasn't for our sponsor, Family Faith Flooring. I know during these down times, especially during this lockdown time, this quarantine time, we catch ourselves trying to make improvements in our households, revising our vision, working on ways to improve uh, just the look of our house, you know, but so go, going with something different. And I catch myself looking at these carpets and, you know, maybe I do want to put some hardwood floor there, some, some laminate floor, even those uh, waterproof floors that I heard they have now. I would definitely go with Faith Family Flooring. They are locally family-owned and operated. They do sell in-and-star flooring. They have hundreds of colors in stock, and they do quality work for a reasonable rate, y'all. Again, that's Faith Family Flooring. They, um, they're they great at what they do, and, you know, they're, they're family. They're definitely... Um, 
here to provide what uh, the service for you, especially during these times of, you know, you want uh, someone you could trust to, to make that uh, improvement in your household to, you know, to utilize your vision and someone you trust to do to do the, to the work. You know, um, that's going to be, again, they have honesty, integrity, and trust is what they go by. They do, they will establish that with all of their clients, y'all. And again, faith Family Florin is our sponsor for this episode of STS Podcast. And big shout out to my guys, uh, the Morales family, great people. Make sure you contact them. And they are, again, locally family owned. This is what's, what it's all about right now, especially during these times. Uh, whatever platform we have here at the podcast, I would definitely uh, be more than honored to help any of my uh, friends promote their business especially right now in these in these times but just in just just if these times weren't i guess you could say uh regardless of the situation you should definitely go to faith family flooring they will do all of your flooring needs or sell you know they do sell um so many it's like hundreds of colors are in stock so you have options so you should definitely go to faith family flooring they are a sponsor for this podcast and man, y'all, it's time to get to what I love to do, and this is the STS podcast, y'all. Again, if uh, I want to shout out to everybody buying hoodies right now, DJ EC3 hoodie shirts are definitely man. I had a whole box of uh, merchandise been dropping off the last two days. I'm still not done yet. Uh, it's been mailing stuff out. Uh, I'm sure my cousin will get it by the time she hears this. But shout out to my cousin Miguel Melissa for buying one. Hopefully, that's all the way in Santa Maria. Uh, keep. Uh, Keep the word out, kiddos. Oh, none of this is possible without the people, without friends and family, people who really believe in your product. Um, and I'm trying my best to provide the best music, the best podcast possible. Those lot, the, the Facebook live mixes have been uh, very uh, humbling and very helpful to everything we have going on right now. Um, it's it's been real fun. Again, it's, it's these are the times when you really not distractions, but we need something to kind of just focus on during these hard times. We can't just be in the house worried all day, right? We can't just uh, we gotta just let everything pass and control what we can control. And and um, definitely the music is an outlet for myself to uh, to continue the road of building the brand. Nothing really changed on my end. I gotta come up with new ways to make the to st- still say hey uh dj ec3 he's gonna be playing tonight oh it's virtual you can see on the internet it's not this not what people see you at the gig now everybody gets to see you get to see what everybody's been talking about and that's what i think is the biggest blessing of the whole facebook live mixers is the this the is the opportunity to uh get exposure in ways you have before in ways you've been basically you could say like i'm People never see me mix, I guess, um, on the regular. So they only see me at these gigs. Well, I'm kind of limited on what I could do. Unless it's really a house party like that. Um, weddings, quinces, corporate events are not what I do on the virtual reality or the, the virtual mixes, the Facebook live mixes. It's one of those things where I'm um, I'm interacting with people. I can see who's watching. You know, show people love. People are, you know, everybody donating. It's, it's so helpful. They're helping me because they believe in me. They love what the, the music made them groove. Kind of made them forget what we were going through at the moment. So I'm appreciative of all that, y'all. If you guys would like to purchase, oh, the hoodies. It's kind of hot now. And man, 
I got my I got this AC problem going on at the house and it's it's been it's been hot. And I got the little AC in my room, but the whole house is hot. The main unit is in the the house. So it's been down, so I know what it's what I mean when I say it's not hoodie season no more. If you guys would like to purchase any shirts for STS shirts, STS um uh, I guess hoodies too if you like with shirts, DC, DC, uh, DJ EC3 shirts, they're all $15, any size, any color, just let me know and we'll get that to you. Everybody's been purchasing these shirts, good God, thank you so much, you keep me on my toes, y'all, shout out to Amazon Prime. Um, speaking of uh, platforms you can find things on, yeah, STS Podcast is going to be available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, iHeartRadio, any platform you can find a podcast on, the STS Podcast is there. You guys should definitely check us out. This is, um, man, it's 12.30 at night, so if I sound a little tired, I fucking am, dude. It's been uh, something that uh, I've been 15 days. So I bear with me, you guys. Times are just a little bit different right now. We're not. I'm. I'm trying to get my mind off of things right now. It's. It's just staying busy at the house, doing these mixes. I haven't done. Um, and then not a lot of things are going on. Honestly, just, yeah, it's making excuses. I guess I can. I can make a podcast every day about my daily life. But this is stuff I want to talk about. This stuff I want to vent about. The DLCs. <laughs> let you know before you discuss any of those. You heard the DLC, let me your ear, this is the shooting the shit segment, we're here to just, come, just converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind, I'm not trying to change your mind, I'm not trying to change my mind honestly, I'm just trying to vent on what, and just speak on what I kind of want to talk about today, it's my podcast right, this is the STS podcast, we're here to shoot the shit, this is the STS lend me your ear segment. And I guess we could start off with my the thing that's been kind of um, interesting the most. It's been The Last Dance. Uh, this documentary was based on uh, the Chicago Bulls. You guys know, uh, you know, we all love the basketball, especially for the basketball hoop heads, basketball heads out there. Um, Michael Jordan is top <laughs> two. I don't, if anybody says he's not, I think they're ridiculous. He's the greatest, one of the greatest basketball players ever, and I think Mamba's up there, maybe Kareem. Uh, uh, we're not gonna get into that t- debate, but this this last dance is Jordan's last uh, uh, hurrah, his last season in Chicago. It was that ninety seven ninety eight season, and it's real. It's a it's a beautiful story on Michael's beginning, Michael's last season, um, the the circumstances that taking that were taking place behind the scenes, which is really cool to see because we didn't have that access back then. We got lucky with this film crew was following them uh, for a whole year. And it took Michael what twenty almost twenty years to uh, sign off on it and get this done. It's beautiful. It's it's real beautiful. It's really uh, it's, man, it's crazy to think of the basketball fan they had this footage. This documentary is coming out because when we were seven, eight, nine years old, this was all happening. Especially my generation, like my you know guys my age, we didn't get to see Jordan in his prime with the Bulls. With, like we were blessed to see Kobe, Durant, Bron, Bron, Westbrook, Harden. Those guys really grow and become their prime. We didn't get to see Jordan in the nineties, the 91 era. We became the man, the the face of the league. So to see him, this is years after he established that as a legend. He's a, they, you know, they call him like the closest thing to God. It's weird. 
how that there's like a French they went to Paris and it's a French TV show and that's what's translated to like the man closest to God. I don't know if I was on the basketball court, but that's just how popular he was. And I don't know, just weird how they kind of do. I guess um, put that put that athlete on a pedestal, but man, Michael Jordan was in basketball. You know, Larry Bird called him a god on the court. So to see that, um, it's it's basically the first couple episodes are really great. I felt uh, they're going behind, you know, they're going through Michael's beginning, through his history. You had Dean Smith in there, you know, he's passed, who has since passed. That's really great. We see Roy Williams on there. And, you know, his mom's on there. It's basically an all-access documentary. Who's who in Michael Jordan's life or in his career is on there. Uh, they, they start... Uh, I don't want to spoil everything, but definitely watch it, man. If, if they start from the beginning of his career um, in high, in high school, build up to you know they go they they dive into every, every little bit. His rookie year, you hear some cool stories about um, you know how he had to establish himself with his talent uh, because he didn't have a voice in the locker room. He wasn't a veteran, and I think those days you had to pay dues. You see glimpses, you see glimpses of um, how times have changed. A lot of controversy was with Charles Charles Oakley, you know, roughnecking uh, Scotty Pittman. That's a cool little scene in there. So you see how times are really different. Michael Jordan has a story on there too. His rookie season, just talking about you know uh, the cocaine circus of the Chicago Bulls, if they called it. So there was some, there was some really good insight on that. Uh, insight on what caused the breakup of the '98 Bulls, which I didn't know. I wasn't around then. You know, Jerry Krause, who was the gentleman, who was the general manager since, I believe, 83 with the Chicago Bulls, 84. Uh, just, you know, this was uh, his last draw, too. He won through a point. He said organization win championships. So you kind of see that drama with the media. You see the drama with Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen, uh, you guys got to see this, too. 91, he signed this eight-year, seven-year contract for $18 million. And you got to think, you know, the league made it. More money, which means the players get bigger, you know, larger contracts. Scotty kind of uh, signed before the boom, so that was interesting to see how they were on his kind of on his bumper about that, which is kind of crazy. I learned too that I was doing some research. Scotty Pippen made more than Michael at the end of the day playing basketball only, because Scotty got some fat contracts too at the end towards the end of his career. For I think with the Rockets, with the Trailblazers, I think he made he signed a good deal with the Bulls too towards the end. Um, so definitely interesting. That was the first two. Next two were just revolved around Dennis Rodman and his contribution to the team. Dennis Rodman's a de- oh man, I've always been aware of his skills. He's a defensive specialist, and that's an understatement. Uh, it, but it's just crazy how people kind of forget how great he was on the court, doing the things that weren't on the offensive end. It wasn't flashy. Uh, it was, you know, it was. I can't even say that his offensive game was wasn't needed in that, in that on that team. He just needed. He knew his really knew his role, and he performed it to the best of his ability for many many years. If you look at the stats with Robin, uh, man, after twenty plus rebounds a game, but I bet single digit points. That was a frequent. Uh, that was happening on a frequent basis with Robin back then. Nine times, but I believe check this out. You know what? I forget that I have the internet. Good God, we are blessed with the internet. But it, it it's a trip, how they eh, 
I believe that 30 for 30 on Dez Romney kind of opened my eyes a little bit to who he really was. But this this documentary is more of the basketball side. Just, you know, he had to carry his load in. He's actually a seven-time, yeah, it's like seven-time rebounding champ. He's a five-time NBA champ. It really all matters. An eight-team, eight-times all-defensive player, uh, name offensive player. First team looks like great. Let's see here. Let me just look at some things with Rodman. The man was averaging four points a game. Um, he played 79 games. Yeah, his average is 4.7 points, 17.3 rebounds. Good God. So this is just proving you know, like five points. You won't see that ever again in the game. He, he played that whole season, 66 games. He played all these seasons, and he didn't really need to average more than seven points. He averaged seven points only twice his whole career. More than seven. I take that back. Yeah, he averaged seven point one and seven point five two of the seasons. That's crazy. So the stats don't lie with um, my guy Rodman. Just definitely, it's mind blowing because when you came up as a kid. Michael Jordan was kind of like this godlike figure. You know, and I, I see Michael with the Wizards, seeing Scotty with the Portland Trailblazers. I definitely vivid in my mind, vivid in my mind. But I don't remember much of Michael in the books or, you know, Shaq with the Magic. I wasn't around. Like I wasn't around during that era to be a fan, and uh, to see a glimpse of that, just how you know how competitive these these, these teams were. Um, what they went through, I was, and to have that height of fame and have that high of popularity, it was <coughs> really, um, it's really see. And you know what, Michael Jordan, that's what I love about Mike too. Michael Jordan does not shy away from the fact that, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm, I got some change and I'm not afraid to, um, not flaunt it, but show you that I have it. Why am I gonna dumb it down? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up my Ferrari. I'm gonna pull up whatever I got. I'm gonna park wherever I want. It's my facility. Uh, I work my ass off to be a top player here. That's this was his team, and MJ was not afraid of being MJ. And that's another thing I love seeing. I didn't really get a nervous experience that. So to see that now, especially as a coach, as a you know, as a man, you get to see like, oh man, this is what everybody was. Blessed to see. <coughs> we were jealous of people get to see Mike from '86 to '98. You know, be grown ass men like I am watching that. Like you, you blessed to see that. Same thing with just Kareem with Dr. J. Just see that from the beginning all the way to the end. See it through. I guess you could say. It's it's really it's really amazing. It's really, and you know, it took him supposedly 20 years to make this documentary. Phil Jackson is um, Phil Jackson's prominent on this. Documentary also just how he had to handle you know all avenues of the game just like any coach, uh, but the pros you, know, you got the GM situation, you got the contract situation, you got these egos and you got twelve different players now. The travel, the grind of being an NBA coach, um, you know, his assistants, his individual just 
trying to get into his players psychologically, not just his players, but his men. And you gotta do that for all twelve guys. That takes some time to establish that. And just to be a leader amongst men, it's really admiring. I know people really shit on Phil Jackson, but he he always had the best player on all his teams when he won his rings, but maybe the best player was always blessed with the best coach. That and you know, shout out to Tex Winter too. They they went over the triangle offense. They went but you know, with Phil Jackson's background, his coach his star in the coaching tree. Uh Red Holzman, New York Knickerbocker, you know? Real crazy stuff. But people who really know their history, we're going to enjoy this. If you enjoy the history of the NBA, if you enjoy the history of the Bulls, if you're a Jordan fan, Pittman fan, a Phil Jackson fan, uh, Kobe makes an appearance next week. Uh, so that's going to be, oh man, it's going to be rough. And it's crazy how that just happened. Kobe just passing the biggest story we thought uh, it's not. It may not even be the biggest story of the year with this Corona thing that's going on right now. Uh, so definitely check out the Last Dance. It's on ESPN. Uh, man, it's it's great. It's great. ESPN two if you want the censored version, but it's a great series, great documentary. I'm definitely gonna be watching that uh, religiously for the next five weeks, I believe. Another thing I'm watching religiously. I don't know about y'all, but. I don't know about y'all, but you better call Saul. <laughs> better call Saul. Saul good, man. You guys have to watch. <laughs> Season 5 just ended. And I'm not going to spoil it. Can't spoil it for y'all. But damn, I wanted to just go over some highlights here. I love what they're doing with Kim. She's becoming uh, what Jimmy... Strives to be, I believe. It kind of seems like that. And she's trying to show Jimmy, okay, now we're in this together. I'm going to go. I'm going all the way in with this now. This, this, the way we handle, we practice our business and the, the, the mind frame that we are, um, not justifying our actions, but rationalizing our actions. Kim Rexer is going to be a major figure in season six and see what happens. And I'm really curious about what happens with Kim. I'm really curious, and that's when, you know, if we're a Breaking Bad fan, you know how it starts. You know, just um, how Saul's introduced. Now, was she there the whole time? We just never knew about her. It's a possibility. Um, she did. Possibility. Does she uh, be, get that the new identity with the vacuum? Man. Possibility. Is she doing this somewhere else? What Saul was doing, does she become a lawyer for the cartel? Does she become the lawyer you go to when you're in a sticky situation? Maybe this universe of the better breaking bad universe is, has so many lanes. Um, it's great to see Mike uh Erbuchot. <laughs> I think that's the way you say it. Sorry about that, Mike. See Mike's character develop, why he was doing what he was doing for his family, which you do see a lot of in Breaking Bad, of course. Uh it's his backstory, how he became one of Gus Fring's most trusted people, professional, I guess you could say. It's real interesting. Uh, Saul, is, he's in sticky, he's in a real sticky situation. He's been in quite a few sticky situations with this season. And what's going to happen to him next? We know what happens 
the whole his whole story, but we don't get this prequel. We didn't really see what the what the actions were taken to set the rest of that uh that story for him. And you see him at the end, you know, I think the first episode when they did another uh post Breaking Bad scene with the, the Cinnabon guy and now you think about it, it's amazing how he just reset his whole life. And he had so much going on and now he's nobody. And I was, I'm so interested in that storyline. What's going to happen after? Can they make a post solid in world? Maybe he does blow his cover. What's going to happen to him? Somebody recognized him already. That was kind of cool. So it's, I would definitely recommend this. Better Call Saul. If you're a fan of the Breaking Bad series, oh, definitely have to watch it. I know a lot of people haven't. That's what's weird. If you love Breaking Bad, you love Saul Goodman, you're going to watch Better Call Saul. I'm not saying it's as good as Breaking Bad, but damn, Better Call Saul does have some moments. Shit. They have some moments in there you just can't stop watching it. It has you. And it, watch Lalo, and that's someone you're going to be really familiar with. And if he appeared in this, I think the fourth or fifth season. He's a um, Salamanca, and this guy is a ruthless vato. He's a ruthless individual. He get what he gets what he wants when he wants. Kill anybody. <laughs> typical Salamanca trait. And you know, they see the, those two, the twins, the one who almost killed Hank Schrader, and Hank Schrader killed them, or whatever, you, I guess you could say. Uh, man, those are his nephews, so this is their deal, so this guy right here is wild. And the way that this season concludes is, uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's hectic. It, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And it, it pays Definitely an ode to Breaking Bad and that whole series of you don't know what's going to happen next. That whole, that suspense, that 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 curiosity of, that suspense of what's going to happen next in this series. And Better Call Saul is awesome. Um, I forgot his damn name. Let me just look at I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, man. I hope you guys are just... Vibing, you know, we out here vibing. This is the podcast. This is 43. Man, 43, 43 episodes of this. Wild. Amazing. Lucky. And you guys are, and the episodes, man, oh, man. Listeners are, it's a, it's consistent right now. I don't know if that's because people have more time on their hands. Uh, but it's really consistent. And you you can't ask for anything more than that in the podcasting world, especially I I'm not here to you know how do I say this. I do love everybody who listens. I do. But I do this because just to share what I love and to kind of get event a little bit. We always get event, especially these, during these times. Like I'm just trying to provide the distraction. I'm not. I could go a whole rant about. This coronavirus and COVID nineteen, how we're home. I'm I'm home all day. We're all home all day, not knowing what's gonna happen next. We see everybody around us, the little by little, kind of making a step towards that old life. Uh, 
the gatherings, was hanging out, was taking the risk. Oh, we're okay, we don't got it. Uh, countries opening up little by little. Uh, what's going to happen? How is that going to affect uh, the health of everyone around them? Is that going to make cause a second, uh, I guess, a second strike or the second, uh, how do I say this, uh, second wave of infections? Is that, is that what's going to facilitate that? Is by reopening the states? Is there a certain age group who maybe could be a little bit, not immune to it, but the symptoms aren't what they would be if they were 65 with diabetes or you know, a lung condition, a heart condition? Is someone my age could be okay? Like, oh, it's enough, you know, it's just a basic little cold. Sometimes that's what they say. Some people are banking on that, though. Some people are really banking on them. Um, they'll be fine. If they get it, it's, it's going to just pass. Um, there are uh, some cases of that, that somebody just got a little cough, a little fever, took a couple of days off, and then went back, and that was the end of that virus. Is that just happens to certain people? Why is it happening to certain people? Because um, obviously this is a deadly um, virus that's going on. This, uh, how do I say this? This um, novel virus that's going on. Uh, it's just something that we definitely need to be more aware of, I think. This is not over yet. This isn't hasn't even started, I think. I think the numbers are coming, and I think we still don't understand the impact it could have on how fast it could happen, too, that this could spread. We don't know if people get it, and they overcome it. Are they immune to it now? Are the antibodies going to be able to fight off a morph vert? Not a morph, but, a, um, yeah, there's a morph... Uh, version of it or there's it's so many questions and it's and this is still a easily transmitted uh, virus it's just it's real uh it's it shouldn't be a controversial topic in my, my in my uh in my opinion i think this is something that <clears throat> say this needs to be taken real seriously still I know we all got some stimulus checks, we got our taxes, you know, we're, we're getting paid to be at home. But we should definitely take this very, very serious. Uh, what precautions are going to minimize the spread of that if we do reopen? I know everybody has to make some money. I know everybody is not privileged to be a essential worker. It is a privilege to be an essential worker right now. You know, you're, you're going to get paid to provide for your family still. Things haven't really changed in that aspect of getting paid. But now you're you're in danger of getting sick. This possibly fatal, this possibly fatal virus. Um, and I applaud everybody who's still working. and still providing these services just for people like us, myself, who aren't working. Um... I know, you know, right now oil is going really sideways. With life. I have a friend, four friends who lost some jobs that laid off. And that's sad, you know. And this is kind of the game that, uh, this game of life, it's going to bring to us. It's going to bring challenges like that during these, during this this lockdown. I don't know if this is that recession that they're speaking of now. It's kind of forced by hand. This is shut down everything. It, everything kind of that stops till stocks are doing okay. Um, after that bailout, got that bailout, that stimulus um, package, you know, benefited almost everybody in the country. Um, 
and say that we're bringing it to all the controversial topics, like that's a war pole we gotta avoid. But I definitely think that this, the virus is still. Uh, let me want to look at this damn number. You remember, I think the first week of March, we said 180,000 confirmed cases. Let's look. It's been a couple of It's been a while since I look, man. Cause I actually got real depressing. It's three million cases as of today. Almost one million recoveries, two hundred thousand deaths. Still got one point nine million confirmed cases of the virus. And you know, maybe we did curb that a little bit. You know, maybe but that's how that. I think just because we did our job as a society doesn't mean we can let up now. We gotta maintain this for a little bit longer. I think if if it means we gotta sit out May, we gotta have a lockdown throughout the month of May. I don't believe we should really um we should worry some of that. We shouldn't be worried about that. I think we're doing our jobs as a, at slowing this curve. Maybe one more month. We shouldn't let the gas up yet. We gotta go. I think that's just my opinion, y'all. We need to get like I said in the last podcast. Testing has to be available to everybody somehow, some way. Don't know when, but once that's available in Bakersfield, at least we should do zip code by zip code. Utilize every department building that we can. Fire station, school, the health department, which is here in Mount Vernon, medical facilities, wherever we can. We gotta get everybody tested some way, somehow. That should be a priority. That should be a priority, honestly, is the testing. We have to see who is, who has this and who does not have this. Maybe that's how we're going to be able to corner this. And that's on top of maintaining the curve, maintaining lockdown, maintaining that we, we still stay away from each other. The large gatherings, at least. Maybe, maybe you know, our family members, we, we, I guess, see my grandparents, I guess, see my parents. Hopefully, we can limit that circle we're in. Um, scary times. That's definitely something you have to discuss with your family, and I hope you guys all make it. Like, you guys make make this out okay. I hope you guys don't know anyway with the virus. I hope you don't get the virus. I hope only you know gets damaged for life because of the virus, or you know gets it's a fatal. It's fatal. We. I. I hope I don't. That doesn't happen. I don't want my grandparents gonna get sick. I don't want my grandparents sick. Um, I don't want my family members. Uh, to be ill at all, so it's still scary times, y'all. It's still, um, you know, a lot of people say that they can't let a good controversy go to waste, especially in the political realm. Um, the blame game is still going on. Um, when we should be united, I think this is the, one of the biggest tragedies or biggest circumstances that our kind has been under. To get our country, our kind has. Humans, like, this is difficult for us, for some of us. We've never had this before in our lifetime, so this is challenging, especially the amount of money that has been lost and the businesses are being damaged and the money that's being given to attempt to help these businesses and the trillions of dollars. This is unprecedented times, y'all. This is, is, is a crazy time, and we, the last thing we need is people trying to fucking... Divide the people on this. We should be taking care of the people no matter what the fuck you believe in any political spectrum. We should need to drop the political agenda and say this is how you get help. 
I don't care what side anybody's on. I think we should all be focused on trying to get everybody some help. Businesses, people, everyone. Everyone needs help right now. As a, as, a, as a human being, we all need help right now. This could be bad if we just pretend it's not gonna, it's not happening, or it won't happen, or it won't spread. That's dangerous. I think we have to maintain as much accurate, professional, I guess, um, proven data we could get. Their facts. I got theories, I guess, too. Um, Nothing's really a fact, but whatever theories are most likely to help us out during these times in terms of a vaccine, in terms of um, maybe ways to uh, ease symptoms, something of that nature. And they've been talked about. I don't think I'm really blowing smoke on my ass and just hoping for things that are unreachable. I'm not trying to reach a star fucking on hopes and dreams. I'm, I do read a little bit and that's what's going on. They're trying to they're, they're trying to expedite these vaccines too through the FDA and they're gonna kinda go over them. Uh, not gonna require a lot of FDA to approved uh, trials, experiments. They're gonna put this on the fast lane. They're gonna try to get this done and see if this works. Um, which, which I'm all for. I think we should definitely um, provide that to everybody who's a human being. I don't think money and all that shit really matters right now. Let's save as many lives as we can. Let's help as many people as we can. Um, like I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, just with our sponsor, Faith Family Flooring. It's it's local. It's it's family. Shout out to Morales and Flores family. Um, why wouldn't we be able to help each other out during these times of need. Why wouldn't we share the platform that we have to put a spotlight on the risk right now? Because everybody else who's local needs that spotlight right now. These the, To own a business in general is not easy during these times when your clients are being, you know, told uh, they have to go on unemployment. Uh, they... They're told that they can't have any more gigs because, you know, people are not coming together right now. It's dangerous if we're in gatherings. Uh, We can't dine in. We can't travel at ground to grandma's house. Why? We don't know if we're sick or not. Uh, It's scary fucking times. And uh, I can't sit here and pretend it's not happening. Like I said in the beginning of this conversation. Yeah, we can go down this hole, but I'm trying to provide something that's going to try to get our mind off of it, you know? Trying to provide that second of, uh, just provide that second of, I guess, forgetting what's going on. This is what the podcast is doing right now. That's an offense to y'all. Appreciate everybody listening, but this is kind of like for me just to keep going. The podcast keeps me going. And I hope you guys t- always expect that every time this is, and it's gonna be what I do best. I think it's just talk speak to the people, and if I have a guest, I have a guest. But if not, you know, uh, we're gonna keep it pushing. And I think you guys should definitely keep it pushing when it comes to more ideas for your household, more ideas to uh, improve the way your home looks, or you wanna 
create a new vision of your home. I'm take I'm trying I'm thinking about taking this carpet out and contacting Faith Family Flooring. Again, you know, they're locally owned, family operated. They start and they install and sell flooring, everything from hardwood, laminate, and waterproof flooring. That's new. Uh, it gets quality work. And this you know, the tagline is honesty, integrity, and trust. They are gonna establish that and maintain that for all of your flooring needs. And it's a reasonable price for the quality of services you're going to receive. And I'm grateful for every sponsor who gives me the ability to put their company, their um, their passion, their hobby, their way of life, uh, to display that on the STS podcast, on the STS podcast platform. Uh, Faith Family Flooring gave me the opportunity to tell you guys, contact them for all your flooring needs. And... They're family and they're honest, hardworking, and they're gonna get the job done right. Let's make that vision that you're having, this revised vision, that improvement you're having, you're thinking, let's take this carpet out. Let's take the laminate out, put hardwood. Let's take the carpet out, we'll put some let's put this waterproof in. Definitely should go to our sponsors for the forty-third. Episode of STS Podcast, Faith Family Flooring. I guess we could talk about Wheezy versus Hova. Wanna break this to you guys now. Breaking news Saturday. Uh we're gonna have a, a battle, an Instagram battle. Okay, Big Dombo, EC3. We're going to have the Jay-Z versus Lil Wayne, the greatest rapper of life, IG battle, 20 songs each. And you, you, the audience, are going to be the ones who decide the winner. We're going to go 20 songs each, 20 rounds, full catalog of each artist. That's where we're going to choose these songs from. I have Hova, my guy Don, that's Wayne. That's his favorite rapper. And I, he, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. I'm, Biggie's my favorite rapper, honestly, but again, Jay-Z's the He's number one for a reason. He has a great catalog. I'm a fan. So, Domo and I are going to definitely do that. And people have always debated who's better, Hover or Wheezy. I think generation, it depends on the generation. It depends on what you're, what you're in. Are you into rapping just to rap? Are you here to tell, hear a story or to, to learn something? Or hear a story about a passion or a hustle? What Jay-Z provides. I know Wayne does his thing, too. He represents his people. He represents his, what he believes in. Wayne is nothing of a, of he's not a um a walkthrough. He's not another. He's not a wannabe rapper. He's not someone who can't fill Jay-Z's shoes on the mic. Uh, I bet that they, there's been many times where Wayne has uh, outperformed Hov on tracks. I would admit that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's just competition sometimes. We can't win them all. But I'm definitely gonna try to win every fucking round of this Instagram battle on help my guy, uh, Okay Big Domo. And it's gonna be fun. Wayne versus Hove. Uh, legends, though, man. The, man, the New Orleans soldier. Brooklyn's finest. And we're gonna do our best to do them justice. Because <laughs> I know there's been there's so many songs we could choose. 
But when we're down 20, we got to pick the 20 that we love, that we think go head-to-head and be better than one another. Uh, so that's interesting. Last week, I actually participated in a 50 Cent versus the game uh, battle. And it was crazy. I was a judge on that. 20 songs from 50 Cent, 20 songs from game. It was so much fun, man, just to hear... Even some my guy Bass and Nick, they they they, uh, they they dug in the crates. They brought some songs that put me back in that time. Like, oh man, I was like a sixth grade when this came out. Uh, in my hood, getting my car, uh, hard liquor, good God, old English things like man, awesome, awesome times when these songs were 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 out. But that bait of Fifty Cent in the game, like it's hard. Fifty got songs. Fifty got hooks. Fifty got bars. My guy game for spiffing the heart. And well, he tells a story. He has delivery. When he's on point with the flow, he can put words together like top five status, honestly. Game could put some words together. Games could, game could really paint a picture with the words, with the puzzle he created. It's the flow, it's the rhyme. And, 50 can, you know, 50 could, yeah, so 50 could tell a story. 50 could make you visualize where, you, where you're coming from. He's always had that gift. That New York, you know, they, they, they're vision tellers. Honestly, they tell what they see. They rap what they see. And it's, it, it depends. It's our preference. It wasn't a big margin of victory either. Had an 11 to 9, 50. And will we, I, I'm, I don't see Wheezy even having... That many songs that could really measure up to whole. Like he got Wheezy got songs, but when I want to hit you, what I hit you with is not won't be better than what this whole got. They whole got some joints that are undeniable, no matter who you line them up against. And I'm not gonna say which ones because you got the wait, and it's on Saturday. So check it out. Check this out on Saturday, y'all. Ernie C six six one on the Instagram. Um, just keep up to date on the details. And see how that um, that ends up going. We did a we did a poll today, and it was Hove. Let me just check here. Yeah, it was Hove in the lead, sixty three percent. So, I think Hove could hold his own, and I'm gonna do my best to do justice with this catalog and pick out the gems and pick out the the sure winners. I'm not gonna sandbag it. Uh, it's gonna be epic. I think uh, I'm glad Donwell came up with this, or part is gonna participate in this. Uh, shout out to my guy Robin and Nick. They did they did that last week, and it was it was great. It was inspiring. So I definitely wanted to do that. With one of some of my friends. Uh, I tried to get my guy Donas on this. We were gonna do a Dr. Dre production. It was a DJ Quick production. Full catalog of every song they ever produced, head to head for twenty rounds. I thought that would have been awesome to have. Uh, especially through Donez's knowledge of the game, and he loves his music. So, and he's a big DJ Quick fan, so he would have killed some gems. Uh, so, we'll see what happens, man. Cinco de Mayo, also breaking news on the STS podcast on the 43rd edition. We're going to have a Cinco de Mayo giveaway for DJ EC3, y'all. I know donations, um, the donations are, are lovely. I appreciate you guys so much, man. But I want and I want to get back to y'all the way y'all give to me. 
uh, and I want to do another giveaway. It's going to be a grand prize. I want the two winners. Two winners. This is going to be a grand prize. You get one free hoodie, one free shirt, and one free event in 2021 with DJ EC3. I'm going to pick two winners. And when I mean event, you get your booking fee waived also. Your booking fee is $100. So that gets waived also in this free event. Um, I'm going to pick out one winner. And they're gonna, I'm going to pick, there's going to be entries in this. If you want to get uh, one entry into the raffle, it's $5. If you want to get three entries into the raffle, it's $10. If you want to get five entries, it's going to be $25. And if you um, want to have 10 entries or more, if you want to buy as many as you want, but if you want to bless me with $50 or more, man, y'all, I'm going to give you 10 entries into this. And that's a high percentage of you winning, man. Um, I want, I want to get back to you guys. I don't have a problem giving out free gigs, um, especially during these times. If you guys are helping me out in this uh, unprecedented fucking time, I keep saying that's my that's the only way. I never, I never thought would be in this position as a as a society, as a species, as a community, as the world. I guess you could say like I did not see my gigs being rescheduled. And once we sign that contract, we're really good to go. Nothing's stopping that. And there's only one thing, well, two things, death and eh, being sick. Like, damn, I think um, I'm healthy, relatively healthy. But who would have thought we wouldn't be able to have any of these gatherings? Never thought I was going to get my gigs postponed, pushed back, canceled. So this is what I do to eat, man. This is what I do to um, to survive financially. Honestly, like it, this is what I love to do. Though it's not like this is my job. This is my business. This is what I love to do. This is my baby. So I'll be more than happy to give out a free event, a hoodie, and a shirt. I'll pick out two people. So for a thousand dollars in value, you can use it for a wedding, quince, a backyard boogie. Doesn't really matter what type of event it is. I'm going to do it for free. And that's going to be the sequel to my giveaway. And I hope you guys win. Enter. Appreciate every donation. Um, it means a lot. It's humbling. It makes you feel so lucky. If I can help you guys out in any way, also, please let me know. Uh, if I can sponsor your business on my podcast, please let me know. I will definitely work something out when we could just we'll get this done. I want to help you. You want to help me. And I'll be more than happy to put you on the platform to promote your business. It's it's honestly um I'm honored to do it. And it's no trouble at all. It's um it's gonna be work it's I hope it has full potential, it's gonna help you out so much. I'm so happy I can provide that for you. Or utilize that or facilitate that, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh to facilitate that and to utilize the platform that we've been um given. By the listeners, by the people who really um, believe in the product. It doesn't matter if it's podcasting or music. Um, speaking of a product that I believe in, the WWE, a lot of layoffs. Uh, Vince McMahon is going through a lot of uh, financial trouble right now. But his company is making still over half a billion dollars in just savings. It's crazy. Uh, sucks to see so many... Um, Superstars, so many professional wrestlers get laid off. I think I believe this year was one of those first times in the in the business in a long time 
that we have another horse in the race and the guy, the boys, the women have more opportunities to get paid for what they love to do and get paid um, record amounts for their career. Getting paid more than they ever have in their life just to wrestle. And then it had to be where we thought it would be at. We have another um, dog in the race. We have another horse in the race. And they want to put on the best product also. Um, and they may have a they may have a chance to get some of that uh, product on their television. Rusev was released. Eric Rowan was released. Uh, the Anderson, not the Anderson, but I'm sorry. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, they, they released the OC, which is really disappointing. Especially uh, since they were talked into taking these contracts, right? More money than they ever seen in their life. Fine, fine. If you're going to shove me against the corner and give me all this money, fine. I'll wrestle. And then they release them. After two weeks after the biggest show of the year, and they were probably the biggest match, and probably the best match on that card, and they're just gone. Disappointing. Rusev, awesome athlete. Awesome Worker, character, depends on who you ask. Rusev Day could have gotten over. It could have ran with it. What it could have became, can't really tell you. Uh, maybe the line of breakup should have just happened. Just let her do her own thing. But Rusev should have had to be in a damn storyline where his shoot wife, his real wife, is kissing another man on national TV, and it led to nowhere. I would understand his frustrations with anything like that. After we've been reassured, we're going to do this bullshit. I hope it just gets us over. Didn't happen. I'm disappointed that Eric Rowan, great hand, great wrestler. I know great hands like an insult, but no. Great worker for a big man. He moves well. He knows what he's doing in there. That, and he looks intimidating. Can't really ask for much from a big man like that. You can't ask for more. He he, he performs. He does. He, he has my approval. So will he go to team? Will he go to Impact? Impact. I'm sorry. I think it's 2012 still. Is he gonna go to AEW? I don't know. I would want him to see. I would want Eric Rowan to change his whole fucking look. It is and. His presentation of his skills. It's really, uh, how do I say this? Eric Rowan's moveset is more of a format than anything. It's the same every time. So I would like to see something different, and the claw has to go. Leo Rush, please get him in your organization. But Matt has a main dog, no. Matt has a main inventor, no. Someone you could put with Darby, someone you could put with shit. Rhodes, Jericho would do great with him. Uh, Guevara would do great with him. Neville would do, oh, sorry. Uh, Pac would do great with him. 
either um, <coughs> I would have to say Jungle Boy would too. It would be interesting, but Lil Rush could definitely go with guys. He's a special talent, when, especially when he has his head on right and he's focused on his art. Lil Rush is a big pickup. Um, it uh, Kasha Ono, Chris Hero. Don't know um, where he's gonna go, but he's definitely if he's not gonna be uh, someone you can put in the roster, maybe you can put someone just in the building to help these guys out with their craft. Uh, Kasha Ono is an awesome wrestler. Uh, he's greatly respected, man. Um, again, Drake Maverick. I'm not a fan of them using his storyline as a his story as a storyline. It's kind of foul. They weren't. That's just my opinion. Zack Ryder disappointed. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. You definitely feel for those guys just because you see how much they love the business, how much they love wrestling, have how deeply rooted it is in their veins um, as people. And they just got that snatched out of their snatched out snatched out of their hands. Uh, Heath Slater, uh, No Way Jose, Primo and Pico, uh, Maria Mike Canellas, Aiden English, Mike Kyoto, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Dave Fitch Finley, uh, D Sean De uh, Devery, Scott Armstrong, who's been around for a long long time, Shane Helm, Sarah Stock, Lance Storm. We're all nipped in the ass because, according to WWE, this is going to reduce executive board member comp. They're going to be, I'm sorry, the actions of this, um, of this fallout, uh, is going to need four actions. The first action is going to be reducing executive and board member conversation. So everybody on the board and board of the executives, well, I'm sure, is it's all going to take a pay cut. Decreasing the part of uh, say decreasing operating expenses, hence talent. Hmm. I.e. Leo Rush. I.e. Eric Rowan, Kurt Angle. Cutting talent expenses, third-party staffing and consulting. Deferring spend on the build of the company's new headquarters for at least six months. Which is funny. Oh, man. And Vince has filed bankruptcy with XFL, which is really sad to see. I was really rooting for them to do well. Um, again, I'm no expert, but... And, and that's another thing. We need to put that in kind of context. I'm not an expert on any of this. I just speak my mind to see what I think I know. If I'm wrong, let me know. If I'm wrong, please let me know, because shit... Sometimes I, oh man, sometimes I just, uh, sometimes I shit the bed. That's okay, but just let me know what I do. I don't take constructive criticism. If I'm wrong, I want to be educated and tell me why I'm wrong and what the hell I can do to improve it. How, if possible. Um, so, I don't know, what was that coming from here? Just the XFL and WWE making layoffs. Maybe they do need, you know, and I'm making that live t uh, revenue money, that live TV money, that live uh, house show money. That, yeah, the, those gates are not coming in right now. So you really feel bad for you know people who 
depend on this art to uh, make a living. Yeah, these men have families, these women have families. And uh, they're just like you and I, honestly, right now. In the middle of this coronavirus, this pandemic that's sweeping the world, they are suffering the they're suffering the the unprecedented consequences. Again, that's that damn word unprecedented. Uh, so that's rest in peace, Howard Finkel, too, y'all. Good God, rest in peace, Howard Finkel. Uh, you guys know him. He's the comic. He's he's the he's the announcer for these fights. He's the before Michael Buffer was uh, Howard Frank. This man is um he's he's a legend. You've heard his call if you're a wrestling fan. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, one of the voices of my generation. And sad to hear that, man. You see all these great ones are going, especially in wrestling. If you look at a lot of these old videos from back in the day. A lot of these guys are gone, man. So to see Howard Finkel join that club is sad. Uh, rest in peace, Howard Finkel. Uh, let's end this podcast on a positive note, man. I want to give a big shout-out to my guy, little Chuko. He is a father. My guy Chuko's a grandfather now. My boy Bubba and Bianca welcomed their third baby girl into the world last week also. So to see the homies and the family expand is a beautiful thing during these times. Uh, my nephew got a cell phone, so I'll be texting my guy. And it's real weird. You yeah, remember this kid with a baby. Now he's texting me, Nino, I'm hungry. Or Nino, what are you doing? Can I come over? Like, now we can just talk via text in this information world with these iPhones and FaceTime the communication process is not difficult anymore it's effortless a seven year old could do it really weird times weird times and this is the STS podcast remember y'all follow us on Instagram or Twitter STS podcast 661 we're going to be available on Anchor Apple Podcasts Spotify, wherever you can find your platform or your po- wherever you have your podcast platforms, make sure you look for the STS podcast. And again, big shout out to our sponsor this week, Faith Family Flooring. They sell and install everything from hardwood, laminate, the new waterproof flooring. They'll take care of you. They go by honesty, integrity, and trust. Faith Family Flooring. They're locally owned and family operated. Hundreds of colors in stock. And man, they do some honest, great quality work for a reasonable price. Family. Hard work. Passion. Love. Um, Any chance I could get to uh, put that on the STS podcast platform. I'm honored to. I want to post information on my page today regarding Faith Family Flooring. If I can help out any local businesses y'all know, let me know. Be more than happy to do that. Make sure you guys stay tuned in for the mix on Cinco de Mayo. Get in this raffle. Let's get you that free event. Picking two winners. You guys getting back to me is something... I can never repay, but I want to do my best to try. And the only way I know how to do that is to give you something that's going to be memorable 
and it's affordable. Why? Because it's going to be free with every donation um, entry you have and the ones I select. So I appreciate that so much. Be on the lookout for this Instagram live battle. Wheezy and Hova. Okay, Big Domo, Ernie C661. Check us out live on Saturday. Appreciate y'all. We out.